This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, January 15th. Good morning, I'm Spencer Chase. Here's today's headlines. Questions dog U.S.-China deal. USMCA set for approval this week. Bill would sidestep FDA on CBD. Trump signing China deal amid questions. President Donald Trump is set today to sign his Phase 1 trade deal with China amid growing questions about whether the Chinese will make the promised purchases of U.S. farm commodities. Larry Kudlow, director of Trump's National Economic Council, tried to reassure lawmakers Tuesday that China was already stepping up its imports of U.S. farm goods. Administration officials believe some of these promised purchases are already starting to show up and that we should see good movement in the commodity markets, South Dakota Republican Senator Mike Rounds said after the meeting. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley says it will be easy to tell whether China is making the promised purchases of at least $40 billion a year, and he's warning the Chinese that his committee will be tracking the sales. The Iowa Republican says it's very quantifiable. Are they buying 40 or $50 billion in agricultural products? If they aren't, they can count on the Senate Finance Committee calling them on it. By the way, the text of the agreement will reportedly be released today. Watch agripulse.com for updates as they become available deal faces plenty of skepticism. Brian Keel, co-executive director of the advocacy group Farmers for Free Trade, said there is healthy skepticism that substantial increases in Chinese purchasing will materialize. He says we were told Mexico would make massive ag purchases from the U.S. and that the EU would make huge purchases of U.S. ag products. Neither of those promises were fulfilled. Analysts at Clearview Energy Partners are questioning whether the agreement will last. They say we question the long-term stability of the deal, particularly in a second Trump administration, and perhaps before then if allegations of Chinese cheating emerge. Take note, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, who has been leading his party's messaging during the trade war, criticized Trump for signing the partial agreement. He says not only does this deal fail to make any meaningful progress towards ending China's most flagrant abuses, what it does achieve on the agricultural side may well be a day late and a dollar short. Grassley, additional MFP hinges on China purchases. Whether farmers receive additional trade assistance payments from the Trump administration likely depends on how quickly China begins increasing its imports of U.S. ag products, Grassley says. He notes, Common sense tells me that if China really gets big in carrying out their commitment to buy 40 or $50 billion of all kinds of agricultural products, not just soybeans, then I don't think so. Candidates spar over USMCA. Tuesday night's Democratic presidential debate saw most of the candidates endorse the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, which is nearing final approval today. The exceptions were Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders and billionaire businessman Tim Steyer, both of whom object to the trade deal because it doesn't address climate change. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren defended supporting USMCA, citing its importance to farmers. We have farmers here in Iowa who are hurting, and they are hurting because of Trump's trade wars, she said. Read more about the debate and learn where the candidates stand on infrastructure policy in this week's AgriPulse newsletter. USMCA speeds toward U.S. ratification. Four more Senate committees will take up the USMCA implementing bill today, setting up a final vote in the full Senate before the end of the week. The committee votes were originally scheduled to stretch into Thursday, but they have been expedited, allowing the bill to the Senate floor this week ahead of Trump's impeachment trial. U.S., Japan, and EU form plan for WTO restructuring. Top trade officials for the U.S., Japan, and European Union met in Washington Tuesday and signed off on a series of proposals to reform the World Trade Organization's rules on subsidies. 
The statement released by U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, Japanese Economy Minister Kajiyama Hiroshi, and EU Trade Commissioner Phil Hogan did not mention China by name, but much of the proposed reforms were aimed at curbing subsidies for the country's state trading enterprises and pushing back against China's designation of a developing nation status. The three trade leaders also stressed the need for new WTO protections to prevent forced technology transfer practices of third countries, possibly with new export controls. Bill sidesteps FDA on CBD. A new bill introduced by House Agriculture Committee Chairman Colin Peterson would allow hemp-derived CBD to be sold as an FDA-regulated dietary supplement and require USDA to take a close look at the impact of new requirements in its interim final rule. Why it matters, FDA is in the process of determining whether CBD is safe to use in food and dietary supplements. FDA's food safety chief Frank Yanis has said the agency has a number of concerns about CBD. Peterson, a Minnesota Democrat, said the dietary supplement language in his bill would help provide a pathway forward for hemp-derived products. Meanwhile, state officials are complaining over requirements in the USDA rule. Under the bill, USDA would have to examine the cost of required hemp testing, specifically the cost of contracting with a laboratory approved by the Drug Enforcement Administration. USDA close to releasing RCPP rule. The Department of Agriculture will release an interim final rule for the Regional Conservation Partnership Program later this month or early in February. Natural Resources Conservation Service Chief Matt Lohr tells AgriPulse those rules were hopeful to come out in either late January or early February. That's the last of our interim final rules to be rolled out. RCPP promotes coordination of NRCS conservation activities with partners offering value-added contributions to expand addressing on-farm, watershed, and regional natural resource concerns. The 2018 Farm Bill provided $300 million a year, and RCPP was turned into a standalone program with its own rules separate from EQIP, CSP, and other conservation programs from which it had previously been funded. Here's today's He Said It. It's not going to be hard for him to regain 5%. That's Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa saying Trump's support among farmers dropped only about 5% during the depths of the trade war and uncertainty about biofuel policy and should easily recover with progress on trade agreements. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, January 15th, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Spencer Chase.